Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You may or may not know, I am the co-owner of Vena CBD. We're committed to your health and wellness with top quality CBD products. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking lights out sleep gummies before bed. The ingredients are grown in the USA and third-party lab tested. Vena guarantees satisfaction with a 30-day risk-free guarantee. Buy a get one, get one free with code TEAPOD. That's T-E-A-P-O-D at venacbd.com. Start your wellness journey with Vena CBD today. That's V-E-N-A-C-B-D.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp. Hi, guys! Uh, I am so happy to be back here with y'all on Teddy Teapot. Give me something a little, you know. <laughs> with everything that's been going on, it's just such a crazy time. And I'm so happy to be here with my friend, Tanya. Thank you for joining me. Woohoo! Thanks for having me. 
I was like, I can't imagine doing a podcast, my first one back after baby without like someone I know and trust and care about. And so of course I thought of you. Oh, that makes me feel very happy. I appreciate it. I am honored to be your uh, co-host today for your first podcast back post baby. And for anybody that doesn't know, which of course everybody knows, but in case they can't, where do people find you? And can you get, tell them a little bit about you? Oh my God, you're so funny. Uh, my name's Tanya Rad, and you can find me at Tanya Rad <laughs> on the morning show, on the morning show at Kiss FM, on Air with Ryan Seagrass. And then I do the podcast Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, which you have been a guest on. And that episode was one of my favorites, by the uh. way. That was what you guys have to go listen to ta- to Tanya's. <laughs> it's it's a tongue twister, but Tanya's tampon show. <laughs> so funny. Actually, you've been on the podcast multiple times. So that, that was your latest, uh, the latest time that you were on. But that was so funny. That was one of my favorite uh, episodes. That was so much fun. Still unbelievable. And like, I'm, I'm really hoping that my daughters have quite some time before I have to deal with any pools and tampons and whatnot. I mean, it's it's around the corner, <laughs> Teddy. I'm just saying. I mean, at this rate, now that we've got four kids, life is just complete craziness. Tell us all about like the story. Like, where 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 did we leave you? What was happening? And where are you now? Okay, so we left off, and I was like a couple weeks before having the baby, but it ended up being about a week and a half. Like after my last, I had the baby February 25th, um, and. Essentially, like Pisces, it, Pisces baby, you Pisces. People say that's good. I don't know much about Pisces. Pisces are good. You're in. That's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. All right. So Dove's a Pisces. Um, the morning I had her, like it was, you know, business as usual. Um, I like went and did a. I like did a spin at my house, and then like Edwin and I went to the hospital. Like everything was great. The delivery like was my easiest delivery so far. And when people say easy deliveries, it's super annoying. So I get it. It, But like, it really was comparatively speaking, a super easy delivery. And, um, I was super like blessed that this all happened before, like, coronavirus start everything started changing and like Edwin was able to be in the room with me. I was able to have visitors like, because all of that shifted about after how long was your, how long was your, um, what's the word I'm searching for? Like how long was I in labor? (laughs) Labor, 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 labor. Um, I was in labor. So I went in at like 10 AM and I had her at like five. So, but the same thing happens at like my doctor will like come and check me and he'll be like, Oh yeah, you got some time. And then he'll leave the hospital. And then I am not kidding within like 20 minutes of him leaving. I'm like in full blown labor waiting on him. Like they have, they have to bring somebody in to be like, Hey, um, I'm going to be stepping in for, I'm not going to say my doctor's name, but for blah, blah, blah. Until in right, case right. you know you really have to go because you're dilated at ten, and then I'm not kidding. After I after the doctor finally gets there, and I always tease him because he's like super funny and casual, and he walks in, he's like, "Edwin, you want to help me deliver the baby this time?" And I'm like, "No, we are doing this now. Like, what do you mean?" He puts Edwin in scrubs. He's like showing him the doctor way to put it on. They're like doing the hand scrubbing. I'm like, "Now is not the time, gentlemen." Like, I'm like like ready to go right right wait 10 centimeters dilated does that mean like you can fit 10 fingers in your vagina 
Well, I didn't check. I don't actually really. I like <laughs> you know, nobody knows. It's just like one of the things that they say. I, I don't actually know, but now that I'm thinking how many ten fingers are and like measuring my fingers, it's frightening. But like, I know that they can like feel the head in there and like all kind. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So um, Edwin's like pretending he's gonna like be delivering Dove, and I'm like panicked because I can just Edwin is like a squeamish guy anyway and like the last time like no so anyways I I start to have her he's there like in the position like he's gonna fully deliver and then as soon as like her head fully starts coming out he's like no doctor no doctor I can't do it and they like (laughs) rotate places and so as I'm like having her I'm looking at him I'm like I told you that was gonna happen I knew so you wasted all those minutes and the doctor's like Teddy can you just focus and push and I had forgotten how to push the right way wouldn't know that that was the case like I thought like I'm you know I've had two kids I don't need to do a refresher but apparently I do the doctor let me get through the first set of pushing and then he goes um Teddy you're not supposed to blow the air out like you forgot and I'm like you could have reminded me and he's like well now you're gonna have to push again and then the second round of pushes like she was out and so then so she she was born at 5 p.m and then did you guys go home the next day no, not at all. So we we were there. I was having some. Ugh, I might get a little emotional, but I was having some issues uh, right after I had her. Everything was great. She latched on perfectly, and like you know, I was so excited because Cruz had an issue latching because he was in the NICU, and so I was like so grateful. And, I, and Tanya latching means like latching onto my breast, latching onto your nipple. I I'm aware. <laughs> I don't have, okay. do, do not have children, but I am aware of, of some of the lingo. Okay. Well, I don't know. You asked me 10 centimeters is 10 fingers. I'm like, how much info do I need to give? So, but I um, appreciate it. So, you know, the first day everything was going great and, you know, she was latching we were in our own room. Everything was smooth and she's happy, healthy and happy. And then, um, day two, she started getting, um, like fussier. And that's when we started realizing that like something was going, um, on with like my colostrum. So, um, right after, you know, when the, your milk doesn't come in for a couple of days, but your colostrum's like, they call it like the liquid gold for, which is like for your baby. And, mm-hmm. um, I was able to get a little bit of colostrum out of my right, uh, out of one side, but nothing out of the other. And so we didn't necessarily, we didn't really know what was going on. So we had like a lactation specialist come and all these doctors come in and they start pumping, like they use like an industrial size pump and like so much. And what ended up happening was that my, um, my boobs or my breasts essentially got so engorged and the milk came in and everything was happening, but no milk could come out because I had gotten my boobs done after Slate and Cruz. And I had absolutely no idea that this would affect anything because I've had other friends that have gotten their boobs done and they were totally able to breastfeed. But I so guess wait, does I, something does something happen? And when you get your boobs done, do they like close some sort of hole that the milk comes out of? Well, I guess because I and you know, this is all things I learned after the fact and after like, honestly, over a week of like, doctor's appointments and lactation appointments and then actually going to talk to my plastic surgeon like everything because we were still trying I was still trying to breastfeed I was still latching her on 
and but the milk wasn't coming out. The milk wasn't coming out, but I guess because when I got my boobs done, I had a nipple reconstruction like, and they went in through that area. So what happened is the milk came in, but no place for it to come out because all of like the nerve endings and everything had been switched. And like, oh, it's you like have, making me so sweaty. I mean, I, it that sounds was, painful. Was it painful? Oh, I'll send you a picture. It was unbelievable. I mean, there was a point in time where, because I was like, you know, there's something about like, right after you have a baby, like this craziness goes in your head where you're like, I have to breastfeed. Like, well, at least for me, I can't speak. Anything I'm sharing here, you guys is like my personal experience and having kids. So don't take this as, you know, the mom shaming can be like brutal over this kind of thing. So I, I've already shamed myself enough. So I, um, you know, we're pumping, we're doing everything we can. We're trying to latch. She's getting upset. And, you know, finally, after a couple of days, like Edwin's like, what Teddy, like enough is enough. Like the doctors told you that it's not going to happen. And it honestly was making me like so upset. I had like friends coming to visit me in the hospital. and I was like crying to them because I was like, you know, I really wanted to breastfeed. I feel so like there was a part of me that like felt like so selfish that I ever even like got my boobs done, you know, because like I, I never, I never, one, I never thought I was going to be able to have another baby, but two, like I had no idea it was going to affect anything. And, um, so that was like, (laughs) so that was like a little rough because, you know, there are way worse problems, you know, but I know, know. but it's like, sometimes it's like you, you take it, you like, why did I do that? Like, yeah, it's like, like, why not necessary? You know, like I went to all these places and, you know, it was finally my husband that was like, like came and like gave me a hug and like, I mean, I'm not kidding. My boobs were bigger than watermelons, hard as rocks. Like I was trying to get infections and he was just like, Teddy, please, honey, just stop. Like, you know, and I said, but I got those couple drops out of the one side. Like that should be, you know, maybe it'll switch. And he's like, honey, now they're going to have to start you on antibiotics. You're getting, you're making yourself sick. Um, and so then I had to like make the decision, like, you know, obviously I'm going to do the feed my baby. So like, then I switched to formula and, you know, we, everything got a lot more smooth, but it just, you know, I, I feel like that is something I really didn't even take into account when I got my boobs done. Like I, you know, one didn't think I was going to have another, but two, I was like, I had so many friends. So like, my thing is like, <sighs> I've just really had to work on giving myself some grace and saying like, obviously you did everything you could do and you have a healthy, happy baby. And, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, essentially like I had to gear up to like tell my family and tell Edwin's family and nobody was upset and nobody, you know, judged me or anything. Like everybody's like, Teddy, you know, like you didn't know. know and even but it's like, know, there's already that shame that people like put on you when you don't breastfeed your child. And then for you to say it was because I got my boobs done. It's just like double the, and it sucks. It's like, so that's so crappy that you even have to think that way. You know what I mean? And it's like, you're already battling yourself internally. And then to have to like, think about that is just. Yeah. And it just, it totally. And it was just like that moment where, it, it just felt like it wouldn't end. Like I was like, you're going to figure this out. It's going to figure it out. Tomorrow's going to be the day. Tomorrow's going to be the day. And it just, you know, the fact that it didn't happen, it just, 
made me really sad. But now I've kind of come to the point where like, maybe there's a reason for it, you know, in the long run, like she, um, we had to, you know, there was try a bunch of different formulas to see which work worked for her and made her stomach feel the best. And like, you know, she's super happy and healthy baby. And I just have to remember that that's, what's most important that I'm able to feed my baby, that she is healthy, that she is happy. And that's what I, I really have to focus on. Cause I mean, it was hard in the hospital because there's also a huge breastfeeding initiative. So like, no, right. you know, the lactation consultants, they're double downing, you know, on you. And like, I just was in the hotel in the hospital room in the middle of the night, just like with the pump, just trying, trying, trying to get anything out and not even a drop and just watching not one bit come out. And you're just like, <sighs> I love though that, that Edwin stepped in and was just like, Teddy, like I, I, I love, I've so told you this so many times. I love your relationship with your husband so much because I think that you guys really balance each other out. And he like, he, I love you to death, but like you can be very, we're very similar in the sense of like we can be very determined or like, you know what I mean? Just hard on ourselves. And he's just always there to be like, babe, like you did the best that you could, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I love your relationship so much. So I'm, that made me really happy when you said that. Thank you. I was like glad that he like saw it too. It wasn't a moment yeah. like where he was out of the room, but like when they it was like just relentless, relentless, relentless. And he was just like, you know, you, it is what it is, honey. You have a healthy, happy baby. Like, that is amazing. Like, we had a miracle baby. The last time you had to do multiple rounds of IVF, and this time you're 38 years old and you got pregnant naturally. Like, this is a miracle. Like, we've got to focus on that. And, you know, ever ever since, like, I've had days where, like, you know, I, I this is the first I've, I've spoken about it publicly at all because people can be so brutal. Oh, people are the worst. Like, I'm scared to even show her with a bottle because people will be like, why are you, what's wrong with you? And then you have to feel like you have so to justify sad. yourself to other people. And it's just, ugh. so there's that. I can't, honestly, I cannot even imagine. <laughs> I feel like the mom shaming is on like a whole another level because I get it in like my dating life. And that's like so minimal compared to like the amount of things that moms can get shamed for. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, I, I feel like almost better that I was able to like share it with you, but I also like, I'm already in a full sweat panicking of like the aftermath of after this has been heard and I'm going like, to let the mom shaming hate mail come in, which is like really something that like, whether it's dating shame, mom shame, whatever the shaming is like, I don't get it. Like, have you ever in your life, Tanya felt the need to reach out to a stranger and say something mean to them? No. And what I don't understand too, is it's like, like, obviously you wanted to breastfeed your daughter. You know what I mean? Like your intention was there. You were not physically able to do that because you got your boobs done and that's your choice. Do you know what I mean? Like that's something that you wanted to do for yourself. And like, that's, you're allowed to do that. You know what I mean? It's your life. And, and had I known I wouldn't have, you know, like totally. Had I, <laughs> had they been like hey guess what you but might not be able to do this you probably would have been like okay hell no i know you you're like a sensible person you're like you would i know for a fact if they said that that was an option you'd be like i'm good yeah like i'm good even if there was a small chance also right. if i would have thought that i could got pregnant without you know ivf i would have been like well you know maybe it's something to consider but you know all that being said you know, we're healthy, we're good. So I had an easy delivery. I have a healthy baby, you know, until all of this like 
social distancing and Corona and everything started and we're like in a full nother world. I know now you're, you have four children from the age 12 to six, six weeks. I have my stepdaughter, Isabella, then there's Slate and Cruz and then now Dove. And like the other kids are old enough now where like they think that she's like her their baby. So they want to do everything. But like she's still a newborn. So it's like there's that thin line that you want to be able to like encourage the kids to help you. But then like my son's like, let's let me take a bath with her. And I'm like, right, right. You're like, "Uh uh (laughs) slow, slow your roll. He's like, can I give her this to eat? It's my favorite yogurt. I'm like, no, don't give her anything to eat. Wait, does your stepdaughter, is she with you guys full time? No, she's with us. Well, in the summer, it's two weeks on, two weeks off. And then um, during the school year, she's normally with us every other weekend. But now there's no school. So now we've been having her more. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so our kids are in like week three, I think, of homeschooling. So it's like virtual. Uh, and Tanya, I can't do first grade math. And I'm being really honest with it. Like, I don't know what this new math is that they teach, but it is brutal. What is it? You do, like don't carry numbers. It has like a special name. It's a whole new level of math. I've been watching YouTubes. I've like blocking it out for like... Finally, I had to ask the teacher, I'm like, can we do a Zoom call where like you explain it once and then Slate takes it from here because I can't do this. I wouldn't be able to do it either. There's no chance. I don't, I didn't even, there's no way. <laughs> and then you have to feel that, that, and then I have to be like, well, I'm a good speller. Just so you know, Slate, just so you know, I am, <laughs> I do have. <laughs> right. Just wait till you get to history class. I can really help you out there, but math is going to be a no for me. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's like coming up with it. Like, I'm sure you're the same way with work and the radio show and everything. You have to like kind of schedule your day. But at some point, like my schedule goes like out the door because there's four kids. I can't, I literally cannot even imagine. I can't, I really can't because I'm like dealing with, um, for me, I think the, the thing that's been so hard is like, I feed off of other people's energy. And since I don't have that right now, it's like a really weird thing. I think everybody's kind of had this like clout of like anxiety and it's just like this really weird feeling, you know? And so I'm like trying to do everything I can to bring like the normalcy or like the routine back in my life. I'm actually going to start all in on Monday. I know. I'm so happy to have you back. I've missed you. I like, I, you know, those, I, whenever I'm like, whenever you text me, I'm always like, yep, I've got room. Even though I've been like sold out. <laughs> yep. Nope. For Tanya. I'm like, I love you. I know well, you always have like a waiting list of like weeks. You're like, okay, if anybody wants to start the program in April or what is, it? I guess it is April, May or June, we have slots open. So when I texted you, I was like, can I do it next week? I was like really hoping for a friend card right with that one, because I, I think it's going to help me bring back the, like the structure and the routine and like, just, I don't know, kind of give me a little bit, like reel me back into that, that headspace that I think I like really thrive in. No, I mean, and I was telling you, but I haven't, I guess I haven't told our listeners yet, but I had to actually go through the program myself, like a version, because I, after I had Dove, and then all of a sudden we're in our homes, I was like go, going to snack every time I felt uneasy and like yeah. unnecessary snacking or unnecessary alcohol. Like, and I was, I was realizing like, I'm using this to cope, not because I'm actually hungry totally. and 
nip this in the butt, like before it spirals back to where I was, you know, five years ago. It's interesting that you bring this up because the other day I posted something. I did this like hack for on air with Ryan Seacrest. It was like how to, um, like a, a girlfriend of mine told me she's like, she packs her breakfast and lunch the night before. Like she was, if she was going to work so that she stops like just going randomly into the kitchen and doing all that kind of stuff. And so I posted that like tip and I got like, I'd say like 90% of the feedback was like, this is such a great idea, but there's always those few that trickle in, you know, that are just like, you should not be shaming people if they want to eat a little extra, if you're going to gain weight during this quarantine, like whatever people need to use to cope, blah, blah, blah. And I responded to each and every one of them. And I actually got um, a bunch of responses back, like apologizing, saying like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And because I kept saying, I was like, it's not about the weight. It's not about the number. It's about what it like mentally. It's like giving me this structure for me. What I eat when I put my body is like it all just kind of it's all one situation here. It's not about that. And so it was like a very like um, thoughtful response. And then like I kept then they responded like, oh, you know what? Like, you're totally right. And I, and I can see that. And so I like have no problem saying that because it's like I do it's like whatever you need to do right now, especially in this time to cope is like do it, whatever you need to do. But for me, I need the structure. I need the like I need it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it, to each his own. And that's why I, you right. know people will say the same thing to me like, oh, you shouldn't focus on that. And I'm like, here's my focus, feeling my absolute best that I can in this time. And if I'm not doing that, and if I'm not setting myself up to feel my best, then I'm going to be at my worst. So whatever that means to you, that's what's important. But for me, that means I have to be moving my body. I have to do something active every day. I have to have like some interaction with others. So like even this, even talking to you right now, like it's filling up my tank. Um, I have yeah. to know that I'm eating healthy foods to fuel my body because when I eat a bunch of junk food, I'm lethargic, I'm unable to get stuff done, and it just puts me in a different mind space. So those are the tools I know I have to follow. Those may not be yours, but most of the time, the people that get angry and reach out and say you shouldn't shame are the ones that want to make those changes but aren't ready yet. Yeah, for so sure. So it's like, you know, you just kind of have to take it and know like, you know, we're all where we're, we all are doing the best we can. And that is okay. (laughs) Some days, some days we're disasters and some days we're great. Totally. Totally. But I'm bad. I'm ready to be back. I'm happy to be in daily communication with you again. I'm really excited about that. Oh, yep. Monday is a big day for us. I'm like, well, you're always so positive too. Like I, I love, you know, I love working with people that start the day, regardless of what's going on, you have a kindness to you. And I think that's so important. You know, you have a kindness and a light. And when you have those things, it's like such an amazing experience to coach somebody that's like that because you're, it, it, I don't even know how to put it into words. I know, but I, I know, no, I know, like, I know exactly what you mean because I feel it on the other end. Like, <laughs> I feel it like as your, I don't know, student. I don't know what I would call <laughs> myself, um, but I feel it on the other end because I think it is tough. It's a, t- it's not an easy program for sure. So it is like it's, it's. There are moments where you're just like, oh, but I feel like this love, and you feel like you're all in it together. And the, I don't know, this is, this is weird. It's like a sense of community that I'm like obviously lacking right now so <laughs> yeah it's that support i'm yeah. like and, and you know, 
know, and and it's it's comfort knowing that you're not. I mean, we are not in this alone. No matter what it is, no matter if it's all yeah. in, no matter if it's your happy hour with your girlfriends that you have, or whatever it is. I think so many of us feel like you know when you start to feel alone, and then instead of taking action, you just become more and more alone. Like you just distance yourself even more because it's so hard sometimes to say like, you know, it was probably, you probably thought about sending that text for a couple of days before you actually sent it, you know, sure. like <laughs> it's, you know, it's hard to take action. So even if it's journaling or whatever it may be to make you feel better, like just putting your feelings out there to remember this time. I mean, that's even what I've been saying to my kids. Like, Cause my kid, like my daughter's doing an online play right now because the play she normally does they're they've canceled. How do they do that? They do it for three hours on Tuesdays. I'm like, God bless her that she can sit there and do this for three hours over. Like, yeah, that's actually nice for you, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Oh my goodness. But like, they are missing out on so many things that they are, that they're used to. But then I, I put all this pressure on myself, like, gosh, you know, normally I have them. So, uh, so many activities and we are doing so many things and we're having so much fun. And then I actually asked my kids the other day, like, how are you doing? And they were like, my, my daughter slate goes, mom, I have actually been loving this time. We've had so much together time. And I was like, mm. Oh, like, I was like, I'm putting all this pressure on myself and my kids are happy. So like, what am I doing? Why am I putting this? Like, why am I adding this extra pressure? Like our kids and are and also happy like at the end of the day too, it's like, if they get a little behind on their schoolwork, like it's fine. We all ended up fine. I don't remember what I did in first grade. Like, you know? Yeah. And I think I've also learned like, and, and this will go the same, like, oh, we also need to talk about your boyfriend, by the way, who, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in one second. But um, there's, you know, so much of this that's been going on right now, like with the kids, with everything at first, like I was balled up and like not wanting to talk about it with them, you know, like only giving them the information that like, I felt like was completely like kid proof. And then I realized, like, I can have a real conversation with them. Like the other morning, like I was like, "Sorry if mom seems like a little bit um, stressed. I, I am a little stressed today. I have a lot of press I need to do, you know, for the show because the show is about to start airing on April fifteenth. And with that, you know, and not being able to, like, I'm doing them on my computer with you guys all here. I've just been feeling stressed, so sorry if you're feeling that way. And like Slate, like, was like, "Thanks, mom." And Cruz is like, "No problem, mom. You don't even seem stressed, you know." Like, but just talking to them talking to the people in your life and telling them what you need or how you're feeling. It's such a game changer. Yeah. I was going to ask you, do you tell them like, do they know like what's going on? Like, I mean, obviously they know what's going on, but like, do you share the news with them or like how much do you tell them about all this? I don't, I, you know, I didn't feel like it was healthy for me even to keep the news on and constantly yeah. listen. Like I was spiraling. So I'm more of like, tell me what I need to know and I'll do it. I've, you know, we really talked about like the importance of like washing your hands and, you know, those types of things. They, their school has done a nice job of just like explaining coronavirus to them. Um, and the, the, you know, the importance of like staying home and all of that. But other than that, no, like I, I think there was one day where we had the news on quite a bit and, um, Cruz actually like said to my husband, like, can we change the channel, dad? Like, this is kind of making me sad. Yeah. Cause it's just, you know, it's, it, it's, where it's a better lot. just to have, yeah, it's better just to have a con for me to have a candid conversation with them and just say like, 
where we are, but like also set up their expectations. Like guys, there's a chance we won't be going back to school this year. Like just giving you a heads up. Like there is a chance we don't know, you know, it's day to day, but I just want you guys to manage kind of your expectations. And that's, you know, um, I think that is it though, right? They're not going back to school. Officially announced it at our school. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, they're saying at the end of you know these four weeks, then you know, but everything's different. And then you know, you're on. I I assume, are you on all these group texts where like everybody's sending information? And sometimes I'm like, don't tell me this. I don't want to know. (laughs) I think like that. Like honestly, that like really. So it was kind of nuts because I feel so grateful that I do get to be able to have a job that I can do from home. You know, like I'm very grateful, especially with all like I keep reading about all these layoffs and furloughs and, you know, people's businesses are are failing. And it's like it's really, really a sad, sad time. And so I'm like so grateful for the fact that I can do this. Um, But I think I got to this point where it was like I would get up the second I woke up, I'd come out here. I'd look on a screen. We would do the radio show until like 11 or whatever. Then we would have a meeting and then I would have conference calls all day. And then we'd have another group meeting at like five. And before I know it, like sun's going down. I hadn't left my house. I hadn't seen anything but a screen. And I think it was really starting to like, um, it's been like more of a mental thing for me to kind of like go through all this, you know, like I wasn't sure how to like, I I didn't step outside once the whole day. And, and I love like being outside and, you know, so it was kind of like trying to figure out, I think the first like two weeks, it was just trying to figure out this new normal and like how to, adjust and kind of make sure that my mind wasn't like, because I never really, I'm not a big, I never really suffered from anxiety before. And I'm, I'm feeling a lot of it now lately. And so it's just kind of like navigating all that and just trying to like be verbal about it and just kind of expressing how I'm feeling and just know, cause it's like, for me, I'm such a positive person. And I like, you know, I try to look at the glass half full all the time. And sometimes I think it's important to just be like, no, I'm having a crappy day and that's okay. I'm going to try it. I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to be better tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. And I've realized with everybody I've really talked to, that's kind of how they're feeling because yeah. we don't have control over anything right now. So it's, it's like, I feel unknown. like I'm constantly like, you don't want to let people down. So it's like with work, I'm trying to do as much work as possible because I know like everybody's just trying to navigate. And then like with friends, I'm trying to be there for my friends that are really struggling, but it's also, you know, and then like with your family you're trying to be, it's like, you're just trying to manage manage it all and it's like we're just 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 going through it together i think you know like one of uh the listener questions was like how how am i balancing being a mom and entrepreneur and a wife and all those things and you know same with you like with work and you have the radio show and then you have the podcast all these different things and i think what i've learned is some days you're gonna be super great at something and something else is going to fall through the cracks a little bit. And one, and then, you know what, the next day it'll be something else. Like, and that is okay. I think honestly, having perfect balance is impossible. Yeah. And, and I the- also think like learning how to navigate too, because I was realizing, um, uh, like I was on the air, but I felt like sad, like I didn't feel like myself. And so I, um, I was like, what can I do to kind of get my energy up, you know, so that I can, instead of, being around people that'll help me, you know, keep my energy up. And so I'd like put a jump rope behind like my little table here and just was like in between songs, I would like do some jump rope and like get myself up, you know, it's so weird. Yeah, get the heart rate going. I know. Yeah. It's have to like kind of keep you, you, you have, I almost have to like get a little bit of like a rush so that I can get, get the momentum going. Cause if not, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
There's no urgency. All right. No, there's got to be urgency. There's got to be something because I to make you feel alive. Yeah. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now. And they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world. And I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. I started my wellness journey with Symbiotica because I was tired of having no energy and I wanted better gut health. I love Symbiotica's probiotics, and I know you will too. Their supplements are super easy to take on the go and travel with. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking it every day. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. You don't have to worry about running out. You can also modify or freeze your subscription whenever you want. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. 
And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. So you met your boyfriend on Hinge. I need more details. Uh, yes, we met on Hinge, um, which is like the craziest thing to me because I was always so poo-poo on dating apps. And but then so I don't know if that's a swiping one or a clicking one or what it is. For, for someone <laughs> they're, they're all swiping. <laughs> Every single one of them you swipe on. So they it doesn't really narrow really? it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and did you did you swipe because of the picture or because of what it said? Um, so this one I actually really like because it does give you a little bit more insight as uh, to like the person of, that they are. Um, one of his like two of his questions were like literally so me. Um, he's sleeping right now, so I feel okay saying this. Um, they were so me that I was like, oh my gosh, like this is my dude. He in one of them he like described like what he's looking for, and it was literally like me and then another one it was like something about food and he was like dare like doesn't eat dairy blah, blah like all like the things like my weird food things and i was like oh this this is my this is this is a yes for me so but for it's also anybody, very hot but how you were always against because i i do actually we did something on the podcast about dating apps once and um you know, there's a lot of people that are like, they just don't work. They just don't work. Or some that are like, I've been on it forever. What do you think was like, made it just all click? I don't, it's so weird because I've been on all the dating apps for years. Like they've always just been on and like in the background. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I was on Bumble and Tinder and Raya and Coffee Meets Bagel and J Swipe and like. Coffee <laughs> Meets Bagel? Yes. I cannot with that name. I was on every single one of them, but I wasn't like actively pursuing anybody that I met. Like I would talk to them for maybe like a day and then I would just like stop engaging. Like I, I only had met like physically one guy that I met, saw, met on match.com and then one guy I met on Raya and then, and then my now boyfriend. So I really have only met three guys off of a dating app, but I don't know. Oh. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't really know I, something about him. The conversation was really easy. Like when we were texting and then I just kind of like one of my girlfriends, actually Sierra was just like, just meet this guy. Like I have good vibes. Like I just have a good feeling about him. So I went and met him for a drink and I was like expecting it to be not good. And so I was like, okay, I'll meet you at five 30. I was planning on leaving at seven 30. Cause I had to go to New York the next day. And, um, we ended up like meeting and having like really easy conversation, like really good chemistry. I was with him until like 10 o'clock that night. Whoa, that's late for you. Super late for me. And I was going to New York the next day and I hadn't packed. Like that's how like into it I was. So you got to trust your gut, be ready, be open, read and see if they like dairy or not. (laughs) (laughs) But like his explanation of like what he's looking for in a girl was like super me. It was something like, I don't remember it exactly, but like the, it was something I I have it somewhere. I, I screenshotted it, but it was something along the lines of like, you know, good partner, blah, blah, blah. But then like, can also just like loves just like, can be just as comfortable with like jeans and no makeup. You know what I mean? Like, which is like, perfect. Yeah. 
Oh, that makes me so happy. I know. He's a good one. He's a really good one. Um, okay, so I have a question. I actually read something that about Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband and like intimacy with having all the kids in the house. But I guess aren't your kids always in, in the house? Right? Well, for, for, yeah, I mean, my kids are always in the house, but like normally they'd be at school during the day, some of them, but I haven't been, cle- well, intimacy and sex, I know are different, but I haven't even been cleared to have sex yet. I'm not at six weeks. That's next Tuesday. Oh, you have it marked on the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess by the time everybody's listening to this, it will be that day. It'll be a surprise day. So no, like Edwin is like, we need he he actually today because I had to get like dressed up for I mean like I say dressed up I have my hair half right, right. up and like a little bit of mascara on but he was like because uh, I got ready for press and he's like whoa he's like we had six weeks I'm like not yet I'm like but I'm sure we're fine we're at five and a half half weeks he's like nope the doctor said six weeks so was, just let me know and I'm like oh my god wait so, that's so cute. <laughs> Well, he's like panic something bad will happen if we do before. Um, but yeah, so sex is I'm not there yet. So I don't know how to answer that question. But um, intimacy, our biggest thing is like, just to set aside some time for ourselves. So like, a couple nights ago, it was like a day that it was like a high anxiety day for me. And I like said to Edwin in the morning, like, you know, I'm having a little bit of a day, like I'm doing everything that I can. I've worked out, you know, I've gotten my work done. There's nothing I'm putting off, but I just still feel anxious. And he was like, well, babe, why don't we like just pick a movie that we can watch? And that can be the time when like the kids are allowed to have their tablet and, you know, like we'll come up with an activity that they can, you know, whatever it was. And so like we gave the kids the tablet, we fed the kids dinner and then we gave them the tablet and like we sat and not Dove, Dove just like sat on me, but we just like cuddled on the couch, watched an adult movie together. But like in that one, like hour and a half, I felt more connected to Edwin than I had, like, because we're both like so busy. It's like a business exchange. Like I'll have like he has Dove right now. And then like we switch it off and blah, blah, blah. You know, like we're just like constantly in motion and So it really was just like about taking that moment to like actually like cuddle and touch and like be near one another where it's not like we're just, you know, going through the motions and making sure we're like working hard and taking care of our kids. Um, I have how like PG do you keep it on your podcast? I mean, not we've talked a lot about sex in general, but what what's your question? (laughs) Because my question is, do you give him blowjobs? Well, I mean, yes, but, um, the last week I have not because we've been at our beach house and my son has been in our room with us and the baby. So like, it just feels weird. It's a lot of people. So like I should, like, he probably wouldn't be as ready to go if this wasn't like, (laughs) but the last, like, let's say 10 days have been a little slow, but like, I don't know. I feel weird when the kids are in the room, even if Uh, they're sleeping. Yeah. That would be a hard no for me. There are some parents that do, and I'm not judging them, but there are some that are, and I, but I can't not. No, I don't think I could. I don't think I could either. But my son is like definitely going through the phase of like, well, if baby dove gets to be in the room, then so do I. 
And I'm like, you want to be up every night multiple times? And he's like, yep, I don't care. So I'm like, oh, we've, we, the sleep schedule was going so well with crew. I mean, crew sleeping on his own was going so well, but now we've had a, you know, a pivot. We're going to try. Yeah. We're going to have, we've pivoted. We're going to try again tonight. We've got our meditation apps. We're, we're going in full force. Has, well, I'm sure yours is a little different though. You guys like crazy, crazy <laughs> over there. <laughs> I know it's so funny. I was actually reading like How are your blow jobs going, Tanya. <laughs> My blow jobs are going just fine. Thank you. <laughs> but I couldn't even imagine having kids because I always get nervous that like my neighbors can hear me. Do you know what I mean? Like I, that's like my fear is what? like no, because my walls are super thin in my apartment complex. So I can hear like their, yeah, I can hear their TV. Like when I go to the bathroom, like I can hear the TV from my neighbors. So I'm like, Oh, like what can they hear in here? Oh. <laughs> oh, I've just had so many visuals now. I need to reel it back in, reel it back in. Um, yeah. So I, one of us, one of us is getting a lot more action than the other on this podcast, but yeah. guys check me back next week. I'll be, I'll be making a turn. I'll be back to my two times a week guys. Don't worry. Oh, is that, is that like your, is that your guys' <laughs> thing to you do it two times a week? Uh, we make sure to it, there there's add-ons occasionally that, you know, <laughs> like birthdays, make- anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I actually like to, <laughs> to do more, but I'm saying we make sure it's at least two because life like gets really crazy with, with all these kids and work. And, and so we're like, we made a deal. Like, we'll be like, all right. And if it's like Thursday and we haven't yet, I'm like, one of us will be like, Hey, we're at zero. And we're like, oh, shoot, we got to get one in. Let's go. So that's like a little like understanding that you guys have in your marriage. Then We have to have closet time. (laughs) What's closet time? Sometimes you have to just do it in the closet because it's (sighs) the only place. (laughs) Wait, I think that's. I think that's so cute though, because I think it, I do think it's very important. And I also think that like, I can't imagine, especially now with four kids running around, like, I feel like that probably that time gets like less and less. And so the fact that you guys have this like understanding that like, okay, it's going to happen at least twice a week. Like that's really cute. Yeah. And I mean, it, it makes it kind of fun. Cause like, well, as, well before we were, you know, when we weren't working together all the time, like in each other's space all the time, like if he would be at the office, he'd like send me a text. He'd be like, number one, you know, like question mark or, you know, like whatever, you know. Uh That's so cute. (laughs) I think that's so sweet. I really do. Uh, I got a lot of heat from it. I talked about it publicly once and someone's like, you schedule sex? How unromantic. And I was like, we don't like schedule it. It's not like 4 p.m. on Thursdays. It's just we make sure that it happens and we make ourselves a priority because like I will say that after I had um, Slate and Cruz, like there was a time where like there was a, you know, we had like, you know, a low point like where, you know, I wasn't feeling my best and then I wasn't like in the mood or then he would come home from work and I would be so exhausted that then like I'd be complaining to him instead of like, you know. It yeah. just it change it changes after kids. So I think the fact that like we can talk about it and make it, you know, something that we can laugh about makes it a lot easier. 
Also, like if I want to schedule a blowjob at 4 p.m. on a Thursday, like I'm going to do that because guess what? It's my <laughs> life and it's my prerogative. And I get I, I can guarantee you when I have kids, I will probably be scheduling those things. <laughs> is it going to be color coordinated? What a color thousand. is blowjob pink? <laughs> blowjob is pink. Blowjob is, is pink. Soft. Sex is red for love. Makeup. Are, no, I know. It's so funny. Makeouts so, yeah, have to be I, daily. Makeouts are going to have to be daily. Makeouts. Yeah, I know. It, the the kids are, but also kids are funny too. They're like, ew, you guys are disgusting. Like what? I want to see you two kiss. I'm like, come on. And they're like, that's no. I'm like, yeah, okay, guys. But I think it's healthy for kids to see you like give your part. You're like significant. Yeah, I think other. it's. I think that's really important that your kids see you guys like kissing and loving each other for sure. I mean, maybe not like grabbing your boobs and butt and things like that, but I think kissing is so sweet. Me too. I think so too. They just like to tease us. And then, and then Cruz always go, dad, why are you trying to be handsome for mom? Are you trying Uh to be handsome? Uh (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's that. We're going to get back in the swing of things. Come Tuesday night, baby. Wait, I need to know. So like, okay, I'm at, this is like sick because I'm actually going to be thinking about this on Tuesday. So like, are you going to like <laughs> wear something nice? Are you going to do something? No, just, just regular straight sex. It's going to be like one, it's like been a while. So we got like, <laughs> also it's, I mean, the last trimester of sex is like a whole situation. Cause you can only do it from one ankle. Like it's a whole thing. So this is like, I didn't even think about that. I might be still in a little bit of pain. So you have to like tread softly the first time. Like there's no funny business. Cause like your uterus is still shrinking and like there could be, you know, like you're still like bleeding weeks after having a baby. I love that you like touch your boobs as I say that. (laughs) It like makes me so, it's like so intense. Mm Mm-hmm. So we have to, we have to, you know, we'll be careful the first time, but the second time during the week, you know, I bet we'll, we'll really have things handled. Do they stitch you? Cause you had dubbed naturally, right? Like yeah. out, out, out the hole, out, out the hole. Um, How well, many stitches was, did you have? With Slayton Cruz, I had stitches and with Dove, I didn't need any. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean your vagina was so stretched out? I, mean. I don't know what it meant. I was so embarrassed when I, when I asked how many stitches, and he said none. I was like, what? Well, can you just put a courtesy stitch in there? Because I obviously need it. Can you tighten it back up down there? He's like, great news. You didn't tear. And I was like, that's terrible news. <laughs> actually hilarious that's so funny that's better for the recovery right yeah it was great for the recovery terrible for the ego (laughs) (laughs) can't so on that note tanya thanks for joining me today and getting me to share my most um embarrassing topics you're so welcome i was just happy to so happy to I can't wait until you have kids and I can grill you on your vagina. Dude, I can't wait too because I mean, I can wait and I will wait, but um, 
it's such a new world that like, it's just so, uh, I don't even know where I'm going to begin. Like I'm going to be reading all the books, all the things. But then it's going to be totally different from you for you for than whatever you read or hear. Cause like every single person I know has like a completely different story and you know, we get ourselves all amped up for something that doesn't happen. And then, you know, you end up yeah. stitchless, <laughs> stitchless, <laughs> stitchless with faulty boobs. But somehow we're surviving. It's like so. I'm like literally trying to envision like what. <laughs> no, like how sexy am I? Stitchless, uh, crying, and then having to ask Edwin to take my placenta outside to drop it off to the placenta lady so I could have them made into pills so I could eat them. <laughs> Do you ask Edwin like, is my <laughs> vagina like stretchier? Well, I, I have, I did ask him if I missed any spots, like grooming. No, I can't. (laughs) And he was like, "Actually, babe, you did a really nice job." And I was like, "You shave it before you give birth." You just think I want to have a bunch of hair down (laughs) there? No. Of course, of course, I did, and I was serious about it. I went in the bath with a mirror. I could not handle if there was like a, a, like a weird spot or some kind of like misshaven area, not even for just my husband, my doctor, like I don't need. Right, right, right. The nurses. Oh my gosh. But at least not be the worst scene of the day. Right, right, right. Right. I get that. Wow. Edwin really has really just stepped up. He's stepped up. I see him with a with a whole new set of eyes now. Yeah. So, anyways, so I'm well kept, keeping things together. But yeah, but now I can see mine again, and it's it seems fine. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna text you on Tuesday and be like, "Happy Hump Day." Happy Hump Day. Well, Happy Hump Day. Oh my god, you just made me like cry laughing. I'd totally forgotten about the stitches and now I'm back to that whole this, situation. I don't know what, what what you name your podcast episodes, but this one should be stitchless. Stitchless. <laughs> stitchless. Stitchless and hormonal. Stitchless and hormonal. Thanks for tuning in. But I do think I have a lot more energy because I ate my placenta pills. I'm serious. Great. I'll read about that someday. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to eat my own placenta. On that note. (laughs) On that note, it's all unapproved. (laughs) So, Tanya, next up we have Jenny Marie Batistin, and she has books on mindfulness for teens and 10 minutes a day and the mindfulness journey for teens. They're both available now, but she's going to talk to us about, like, coping with anxiety with everything that we're going through right now. Nice. I love that. So let's take a little break and then we'll come back with her. Great. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now. And they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world. And I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. 
I started my wellness journey with Symbiotica because I was tired of having no energy and I wanted better gut health. I love Symbiotica's probiotics and I know you will too. Their supplements are super easy to take on the go and travel with. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking it every day. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. You don't have to worry about running out. You can also modify or freeze your subscription whenever you want. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. can't believe you got me to share that stuff <laughs> wait would you not normally share that stuff <laughs> i don't know if sorry you- hello <laughs> hi 
How are you guys? Good, thanks. You're on with Tanya and Teddy. All right. Hi. Hi. You guys holding up there? We're holding up. We're so Oh, yay, we can see you. Uh, we're so happy to hear from you because we would love to hear some ways to reduce anxiety and stress during these uncertain times. Great. I'd love to chat with you guys about that. What would you say, like, just off the top of your head is like the number one way to reduce stress and anxiety right now? You know, one of the things that I'm noticing with a lot of my clients is, you know, it's important to acknowledge the feelings and not push it away. I think a lot of times we think like, I just shouldn't think about this, but sometimes that it actually makes us more anxious. But if we can just acknowledge it and just say, like, I'm noticing I'm having an anxious thought about what's going on. And then once we notice it, we can then actually then commit our attention to focus on something that is within our control. So something inside of our home, something with our kids, something with our partner. Um, and you know, and then that will really start to lessen the anxiety because if we worry about everything that's out there, we can't control what's going on outside of our home right now. For sure. And the more we try to control the uncontrollable, the worse we get. Yes, absolutely. And do you care if I just kind of go through some listener questions right now? Because so many people are just like at their wits end right now. And I want to make sure that we get through them. Yes, that's great. All right. The first one is, what can I do to make grocery shopping less stressful? Ah, that's a great one. I think if we can really try to create a menu for the week, and it can be really fun too, if we engage the family, if we're home by ourselves, maybe we can just be creative and say, hey, I'm going to create some fun recipes this week, make a list, and then be strategic about your list of okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do shopping for two weeks um, as much as possible because that lessens our contact out there. Uh, and then we can do simple things when we're out there as far as, you know, if we have our own disinfecting wipes, take them with us, just an extra precaution. But just being aware of our where our placement of our body is and that we can keep ourselves safe. And I think before you actually leave the house, just remind yourself, hey, I can be aware of myself. I can keep myself safe by keeping appropriate distancing. I'm in control of my space and my body. And if we start with that mindset, it tends to lessen our anxiety when we're out there in the public. That's really good advice because we just start to <laughs> spiral and like already plan the next grocery trip when you're at the current one I know and like I hate going to the grocery store because it makes me anxious and I'm like I'm starting to get better about just being like this is fine I can do it and safely do it and I'm, I'm good mm -hmm. I know I keep ch I keep checking Amazon fresh to see if it's like working and it's not I'm always like ah, all right I gotta go um, I know the next the next one is about hand washing and it's, I'm so paranoid about washing my hands. They are starting to crack and bleed. What do I do? How can I manage it? It's become a compulsion. Ah, uh, yes. So part of that is just acknowledging too, again, I'm having the thought of being anxious about coronavirus. I'm noticing that thought. And sometimes if we actually just actually acknowledge it, then we start to lessen our anxiety about it. And then say a statement with that of, I can take care of myself. I can be aware of when I need to wash my hands. So, you know, if we're staying in our home, we're safe in our home. 
uh, you know, we've, we've, we're protecting ourselves. So our hand washing doesn't need to be as extreme when we're home. Sometimes we focus on that because it feels like something within our control. But if we've come home and we've washed our hands, we're good there. So acknowledge I'm having that thought. Acknowledge I already took an action. I came home. I washed my hands. And then, of course, we can use some really great things like get some lavender uh, scented lotions uh, that can be just really soothing for our hands, as well as you're going to get that little boost of aromatherapy of lavender that just calms the body. So we're moisturizing our hands because we're washing them more often, but we're also doing something that's going to calm us a little bit. I, I like the idea of the lavender. That is, I like that. All right, I could do that. And then what about for extroverts who are really finding it difficult to be home right now? Like what, I know like Zoom yeah. calls have helped, but like what other tools do you recommend? Yeah, so of course you got the Zoom calls. Uh, you know, I think people are getting creative. They're also doing the Netflix watch parties together where you can chat with your friends. I think also if we can just commit ourselves to an action that we can do at home that could be really fun and engaging that maybe we don't always do. So maybe we can play a board game with our family if we have someone who's home with us. If we don't have anyone who's home with us, then it's, again, finding something in the house that we feel like we can put our time and our energy to that's enjoyable. And then maybe we share with our friends and our family of the progress that we've had on a project at home uh, can be really helpful. Uh, of course, there's games you can play too. I think a lot of people are having fun playing these, you know, remote games with each other. Uh, it's another fun way to connect. And I mean, watching Tiger King, I really was, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that. That like got me out of like, I was kind of spiraling. And then I watched that and I'm like, you know what? I could be Joe Exotic, and now I feel better. <laughs> it's so funny how everyone has totally jumped on that Tiger King guy. I've got to watch it now. I know. I'm going to watch it this weekend. You guys, you haven't watched it? I cannot no. believe it. I was like, mind blown. So you need to watch it. It's not just like an Instagram sensation. It's so crazy good. It's unbelievable. Okay, okay we're going to watch it this right. weekend. I'm going to do it. Yep. <laughs> All right. So this one's funny. Um, how <laughs> somebody's asking, which I think everybody can relate to. Um, how do I not lose it on my husband being around him all day, every day? Oh my goodness. I am hearing this one a lot, especially cause I'm a relationship therapist. Um, you know, I think it's really important that we have a 10 minute check-in with our partner and say, Hey, what do you need today? Um, what would be helpful for you? And, and then create sanctuary zones in your house where it's kind of like the no-go zone of where you're going to ask your partner for something. That's their zone. You're not going to enter it and go like, hey, can you fix the toilet? Or, hey, can you do another load of laundry for me? Or whatever. Um, you're just really going to protect the, those zones. Um, and then if you do that 10-minute check-in of like, hey, how are you feeling about things? How do you feel like we're doing in the house? Negotiating, getting things done, taking care of the kids or taking care of work. Uh, and, you know, how are you generally feeling in the day-to-day -day of all of what we're going through? And by doing that 10-minute check-in, a lot of times that's going to be stress-reducing and that's going to help us, you know, feel a little bit less, ah, you know, with our partner and that we want to just, um, you know, maybe send them along to the Tiger King. 
<laughs> well, I, I feel like I totally agree with you because I was talking earlier with Tanya about it. And I did say like in the morning, my husband and I like have a little conversation where I'll be like, today I'm feeling anxious or this time I'm feeling today and kind of like setting the tone to like, we know how to manage each other or like, I'm feeling on top of the world today. I can do this. I've got, you know, like, so you have an idea because most of the time we're projecting how we're feeling on our partner and it has nothing to do with them. So I try to yes. always remember, I mean, I'm not perfect at this. Like sometimes like last night, his phone was like making a noise and I was like, oh, if it makes another noise. I, uh, and then he's like, you need to take a breath. One of the other things <laughs> I teach my couples is what I call CPR. So CPR would be a compliment for the C, give your partner a compliment um, or an I appreciate statement. And then if you've got a problem, then lean into the problem and say, but say it in this format, you know, I'm feeling anxious about, you know, whatever you're feeling anxious about, and then follow it by what you need. And I really need, uh, and then your partner's going to lean in a little bit more towards you and be able to help meet those needs. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to up my compliments. I'm sure Tanya's already good at the complimenting. Are well, you? Yeah, but also like you also have to understand I we're newly dating, so it's like not you know. But I also think I'm what I'm, what I'm telling people that are like going insane with their partners is like just have a little bit of grace for everybody right now. You know what I mean? Like we're all going through emotions and feelings that we've never had or felt before. So it's just kind of like let's just all have a little bit of grace for one another. Yes, that's so true. And I think it's important for us to also have compassion for our own self as well during this time and understand it is difficult time. So if we can have self-compassion first, then we also are able to have compassion and kindness with our partner. All right. All right. I know I, we've all, we've all got to work on that guys. Nobody needs to be, you know, losing it on their husbands every day. Let's, let's, let's keep it to like every five days. I think that's okay. That feels like a fair compromise. Uh, you know, it doesn't need to be every day. We have enough. Um, and then the final question before we have to wrap up because we're running out of time is somebody saying, I haven't showered in four days and I wear sweats every day. I, one thing that I can say is I pretty much wear sweats on the bottom every day, but I do take a shower because the shower actually makes me feel better. I take multiple showers a day. I could not imagine not showering for five days. That would really throw me into another tailspin. Yeah. I have to shower. Yes. And if you don't even like showers, like even if you take a bath and look at it like self-care and like put, mm -hmm. make it like a place where you're reading or put some, some bath salts in there, like find a way that like you can take a moment to yourself to enjoy the process. Because I know with myself when I am not like clean, I don't feel good and I can't like take action. No, but I, you know, so true. I mean, is there yeah. anything else you guys want to add to that? <laughs> yeah. Put some candles on. And also we know that, you know, our anxieties are going to be lessened if we keep a routine and a schedule. So a shower is an important part, I hope of our normal schedule. So <laughs> keep that going. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you guys, thank you so much. Um, I thank you for joining me, both of you guys. I think it's so, I mean, we had some laughs and then also I think these are some great tools. And the most important thing we can all remember is like, we're not in this alone. We're all together and, you know, we're doing what's best for, for us and for staying healthy and our families and everyone around us. And, you know, I'm really grateful to you guys because having this like contact and speaking with you guys has really made me feel good today. So thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And everyone you. hang in there. We're going to all get through this together. Yes, we will.
Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Teddy Teapot on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You may or may not know, I am the co-owner of Vena CBD. We're committed to your health and wellness with top quality CBD products. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. The ingredients are grown in the USA and third-party lab tested. Vena guarantees satisfaction with a 30-day risk-free guarantee. Buy a get one, get one free with code TEAPOD. That's T-E-A-P-O-D at venacbd.com. Start your wellness journey with Vena CBD today. That's V-E-N-A-C-B-D.com. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.